What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Camilla by Joseph Sheridan Le Prologue Upon a paper attached to the narrative which follows, Dr. Henius has written a rather elaborate note which he accompanies with a reference to his essay on a strange subject by the MS Limitinates. Mysterious subject he treats in that essay with his usual learning and acumen with remarkable directness and consideration, he will form but one volume of the series that extraordinary man's collected papers that publish a case in this volume, simply to the interest of latterly, a shall forestall the intelligent lady who relates it. In nothing and after due consideration, determined therefore to abstain from presenting any pres- any precise of the learned doctor's reasoning or exact abstract from his statement on a subject which he describes as involving not improbating terminal presalis acura of your dual existence and its immediacies was anxious to discover in his paper reopened with correspondence commenced by dr Adarus so many years before but person so clever and careful with his own his own formants seems to have been much to my regret home regret my regret however found that she died in the interval. She probably could have added little to the narrative where she communicates in the following pages, which so far I can pronounce such centrous particularity. One, uh, chapter one, An Early Fright. In Satyria, we, through by no means significant people, inhabit a castle of Slavislos, a small income, in the part of the world goes a great way, eight or nine hundred a year. Does no wonders, scurrily enough, ours would have answered among wealthy people at home. My father is English, I bear an English name, though I never saw England. But here, in this lonely and primitive place, there everything is so marvellously cheap. I really didn't see how ever so much more money would be all materially add. Or comforts, or even luxuries. My father was in Austrian service, retired upon a pension, a preliminary, and purchased his federal residence, and the small estate on which it stands, a bargain. Nothing could be more picturesque or solitary. It stands on a slight emirates of the forest, a road very old and narrow, passes in front of his drawbridge, never raised in my time its mount, stopped with perch, and sailed over by many swans and floating on its surface, white fleets of white lilies, water lilies. Over all this solace shows its many open windows, of open front, its towers and its Gothic chapel. The furnace opens in a regular and very picturesque glade, 
before its gate, and at the right of its steep Gothic bridge carries a road of a stream that winds in a deep shadow through the wood. I have said this is a very lonely place. Judge whether I say truth. Looking from the door door towards the road, the forest in which our castle stands, extends fifteen miles to the right and twelve to the left. The nearest inhabited village is about seven short English miles to the left. Nearest inhabited Cholos in our historic associations is that of an old General Spikotov, nearly twenty miles away to the right. I said the nearest inhabited village because there is only three miles westward, that is to say, direction General Spikotov's Cholos, a ruined village with its quaint little church now roofless. The isle of which the mouldering tombs of the proud family Kirstein, now distinct, who once owned the equally desolate shadow which in the thick of the forest overlooks the small inland ruins of the town. Respecting the cause of desertion, this striking and remarkable spot, there is a legend which I shall relate to you another time. I'll tell you now how many a small the party who constitute the inhabitants of our castle. I don't include the servants or those dependents who occupy rooms in the buildings attached to the Shalos. Listen and wonder, my father, who is the kindest man on earth, to growing old, and I, the date of my story only eighteen, nineteen, eight years have passed since then. I and my father constituted the family of the Shalos. My mother, Serenian lady, died of infancy. I had a good-natured governess, who had been with me from, I might almost say, my infancy. I cannot remember the time when a fat, belligerent face, not familiar face, picture of my memory. This was Madame Peridon, a native Bernese, whose care and good nature now in part supplied me the loss of my mother, whom I do not remember, so early I lost her. She made a third of our little funeral party. As a fault, Mademoiselle de Fontaine, a lady such as, as you term, I believe, a finishing governess. She spoke French and German, Madame Perrine French and broken English, into which my father and I added English, which partly, partly invented coming lost in the language amongst us, partly from practical motives. We spoke every day, consciousness was a babel, of which strangers used to laugh, which I shall make no attempt to reproduce narrative. There were two or three young lady friends besides. Pretty. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Pretty nearly all on my own age, who would occasionally visit us for longer or shorter terms. These visits I sometimes returned. There were our regular resources, social resources, but of course there was chance visits from neighbours only five or six leagues distance. My life was not standing rather a solitary one, I can assure you. Now, governesses had so, just so much control over me as to just might conjecture such stage persons would have in the case of the rather spoilt girl, very parent, allowed her the pretty nearly pretty nearly our own way and about everything. The first occurrence of my existence which produced a terrible pressure upon my mind, which in fact never had been faced, was one of very 
was at the very earliest instance of my life, which I can recollect. Some very probable still think so trifling. It would not be recorded should not be recorded here. You will see ever by and by why I mention it. Nursey was called that I had it all by myself as a large room, the upper story of the castle, a steep oak roof. I can't have been more than six years old when one night I woke and seeing around, looking round the room and my bed, failed to see the nursery maid. Neither was my nurse there. I thought myself alone. I was not frightened, for I was one of those happy children who choose kept in ignorance of ghost stories and fairy tales. And all such laws things makes us cover up our heads when a door clicks, cracks suddenly, or a flicker of a sparring candle makes a shadow of a doorpost dance upon the wall near our faces, was vexed and insulted at being finding myself deceived, neglected. I came began a whimper preparatory to a heartly bout of roaring, when to my surprise I saw a solemn, solemn but not very pretty looking face looking at me from the side of the bed. It was that of a young woman who was kneeling with her hands on the coverlet. I looked at her with a kind of, of pleased wonder and ceased whimpering. She caressed me with her hands. I lay down by her, beside me, lay down beside me in the bed, and drew me towards her, smiling. I felt immediately so beautifully smooth, fell asleep again. I was woken, wakened by a sensation, as if two needles ran to my breast very deep. At the same moment I cried loudly. A lady started back, with eyes fixed on me, and stepped down upon the floor, as I thought, hid myself under the bed. I was now for the first time frightened. I yelled with all my might and main, nurse, nursery, maid, housemaid, all came running in. Hearing my story, they made light of it, smoothed me all they could be well. But child as I was, I could see that their faces were pale, their unwanted looks of anxiety. I saw them look under the bed, about the room, and peep under tables, and pluck open cupboards. And the housekeeper whispered to the nurse, Lay your hands along the hollow in the bed. Someone did lie there. So sure, so sure as you did not, the place is still warm. I remember this remained petting me, and all three examined my chest. I told them I felt the puncture, pronouncing there was no sign visible that such thing had happened to me. Housemaid, keeper, and the two other servants were in charge of the nursery, remained sitting up all night. From that time, and servant always sat up in the nursery till about I was about fourteen. I was very nervous for a long time after this. A doctor was called in. He was pallid and elderly. How well I remember his long, serene face, slightly pitted with smallpox, his chestnut wig. Well, a good while, every second day, he came and gave me medicine, which of course I hated. In the morning after I saw the apparition, apparition, I was in a state of terror. I could not hear, tear, bear, left alone, daylight though. It was, it was for the moment. I remember my father coming up and standing at my bed, bedside, doing directly, asking the nurse a number of questions, and laughing very heartily. One of the answers patted me on the shoulder, kissed me, and told me not to be frightened. It was nothing but a dream that could not hurt me. Now I was not com- I was not comforted, for I knew the visit the strange woman was not a dream. I was awfully frightened. A very consoled, little consoled by the nursery maid to show me. That she had, it was she who had come and looked at me, lay down beside me in the bed. I must have been half dreaming, not to know her face. 
They have this, though, supported by, ner- by the nurse, did not quite satisfy me. I remember the course of that day. A vulnerable old man in a black cassock keep coming into the room with the nurse and the housekeeper, talking a little to them, very kind to me. His face was very sweet and gentle. He told me he was going to pray and join my hands together designed me to say softly while they were praying, Lord, hear all good prayers for us. For Christ's sake, I think these were leery words I was often repeating them myself, my nurse, used for the years to make me say them in my prayers. I remember him so well, the thoughtful, sweet face, a white-haired old man, his black cassock, as he stood in a rude, lofty brown room, the clumsy furniture, fashion three hundred uh, furniture of a fashion three hundred years old about him, the scanty light entering his shadowy atmosphere through the little mould of teeth. He kneeled and the little woman with him, three little women with him. He prayed aloud with an earnest, quivering voice. All that appeared to me a long time. I forgot all my life preceding that event for some time after it. It still scored also but the scenes I have just described stand out vivid and isolated pictures. Progsmagolia surrounded by darkness. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co.